fucking cat. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The 30, where I challenge this group of pro wrestling experts with questions based on the current events in pro wrestling scene. Based on their answers, they are awarded points, and the one with the most points at the end of the night is crowned the 30 world champion. Now let's get to these contestants. First, to my right, he is the 30 world champion. He is the self-proclaimed smartest man in the room. He is Dan Sebastiano. Dan. Hey, it's Dan good to be here. You know, just, uh, I, I plan another week of being Kansas City to these guys 49ers, so we should be good to go. Nice, nice. Ooh. Next, Ooh, fighting we'll words. We'll keep we'll keep this icon right where it is. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, next to my left, we have the honor of having the president of thirty of Thursday nights. He is the one, the only Phil DeCesare. Okay. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Well, as Mr. Burns likes to say. Smithers, massage my brain. I'm going to need a brain massage tonight, guys, to beat you. All right. Now, listen, Mr. President, I got a very yes. interesting video from you earlier this week. You did. And um, I wanted to find you some points. But then when I was looking oh, yeah. through my contract, I found out that you have some type of diplomatic immunity. What's up diplomatic with that? Diplomatic immunity. Yes, like that South African and Lethal Weapon too. I have diplomatic immunity. So, Bruce, if I if I if I liken you, if I say that you're as crooked as a dog's hind leg, you can't do anything to me. Oh so, no, 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 no! That, oh, I didn't say it. I said if wow. I'm speaking hypothetically, oh, wow. not literally. So, it's it's we, nice we to know. I will, We're I will not abuse now. the privilege. Okay, <laughs> I'm quiet. All right, <laughs> next. We have the poet laureate of the 30. Uh-oh. Benny, will you enlighten us with one of your proses? Oh, that way. Absolutely. And first, I have to show off. It's one day late, but my requesting points for my Valentine's Day shirt. <laughs> looks like Eddie Van Halen's guitar. That's what it looks like. My Valentine's Day <laughs> poem. And here it goes. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. And your play, I would just like to say, to everyone out there in Monty land, my hope is you had someone to hold your hand. To the great folks watching in our chat room and to those lo- and to their loves who make their hearts boom. So to everyone who watches MNP, I hope you had a great BD. Um, <laughs> oh, and I hope you didn't get it either. And, uh, also for my shirt, and I'm not getting any... Uh, foul because I did not call you a corrupt fucking rat bastard. Wow. All right. Listen, yeah, Benny, I'm going to take this into consideration. <laughs> All right, I'm going to award you four points just for the shirt and for the for, for uh, the holiday for the themed. What? Jesus. But I'm going to deduct four points just for that last comment. Jeez. But I didn't call you that. <laughs> I'm not that good at math. What does that leave him with? Oh. <laughs> uh. Even Steiner math will say that that's a zero. <laughs> so well, I had finally, sixty-six and two-thirds percent chance of getting a zip on that. Oh, there you go. Well, finally, we have uh, the man who I heard went to school with Missy Beefcake. Um, no, come on. Here he is, Centerville's own. What a day, Joe Larry. 
<laughs> well, in the immortal words of the incredible voice of Brett Musburger, you are looking live. That's right, folks. Hello yeah. and what a day to everyone out there tuning in. And uh, by the way, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I did go to high school with Missy Beefcake. And by the way, Missy, if you are watching, Smitty says hi. All right. <laughs> Smitty. Oh, nice, nice job, guys. Schmitty. Well, listen, as always, it's been a crazy week in pro wrestling, and we might as well get this started. You know the rules. Lying, cheating, forward objects, and all other distractions are allowed and encouraged. Points are given based on amusing comments, trash talking, and bribery via PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, credit cards are accepted, but please realize there is a 10% surcharge. Benny, I do appreciate you trying to send the, the play of me over, but uh, when, when her her and her granddaughter couldn't get the walker out of the out of the car in time, and uh, she had to head back to the nursing home. But I appreciate oh, no. the effort. Yeah. Well, you know, it was tapioca pudding night, so she had to get she had to get back. <laughs> so, all right, guys, you ready to do this? We're Let's always ready. Let's ready, go. baby. All right, we're gonna start off with a little bit of a fun one. We're getting Uh-oh. to that time of year where the WWE will start announcing this year's candidates for the Hall of Fame. Who do you think will be in? Who do you think should be in? And who will get snubbed again? Mr. President. Great question. I'll give it to you, Bruce. Great question, man. You are on the 30. Go. All right. Well, I think a great candidate who should be in, uh, a man who woke me up last night out of a sound sleep, mind you, is um, a friend of Monty and the Pharaoh, former friend of Boston Wrestling, friend of 80s rockers everywhere, Marty Jannetty, okay? I don't think he's in yet. Is he in? No. Is he in? I don't think the rockers are in. No. Well, no, I'm, I'm, casting a, I'm casting a vote, maybe a surprise Marty Jannetty induction. That would be totally mm-hmm. cool to see, okay? Something I'd support, you know? Um, it's been through some rough times, certainly, and uh, I, I think he has proven himself an, an incredible worker. And I'm not just saying this because um, I know him and, in fact, didn't discuss this at all. But uh, I think he would be a wonderful surprise addition. And maybe Shawn Michaels, too, for that matter, in the form of the Rockers, too. Give HBK a little nod, too, and add a little something to the hall. I definitely can see um, some person not going in would be Ivan Koloff, the Russian bear, who's Ooh. very deserving and still mysteriously omitted from the hall of fame list and again who's proven himself throughout the decades um not only as uh, an in-ring talent in, in multiple areas a guy who's reinvented himself and a guy who ultimately in the end reinvented himself in his character and became um a contributing member to i think uh to society he uh, became a minister too and uh you know really uh quit everything the drugs and the alcohol and really nice became a, a stand-up guy yeah Nice job, oh, Phil. You, your nice time's job. up there. All right. Let's see. How'd you do there? Yeah, 12. Not bad. That's a good not, start. Not good job. Good. A good nice All average right. start. Let's see. Who do we have next? It looks like Playa. Let's uh, transition Playa. you on. It looks like you are on the 30. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Well, first of all, before we really talk about anybody current, let's let's write some uh, long-standing wrongs. How about Ivan Koloff? I mean, the, the man's gone now, but you know his his widow's still around. The man scored the arguably the most significant victory in the history of professional wrestling when he defeated Bruno San Martino on January eighteenth, nineteen seventy-one, ending Bruno's seven-year, eight-month 
historic run as WWF champion. That'll never be done again. Uh, Dominic DiNucci, another soldier who helped build the old WWF. Um, how about Lex Luger? I, I think the guy, I mean, controversy with him, but I mean, the guy had a body of work guy, you know, he won multiple world championships, championships. Um, Batista maybe would be another choice. Um, now I'm hearing rumors about Bull Nakano uh, possibly getting in. Um, Demolition would be another uh, good choice to, to, to go in the Hall of Fame. You know, my whole thing with this Hall of Fame, it, it, yeah. it's not, it has no credibility because it took how many years to get Bruno in? What, 18 years? Bruno was the class of 2013. There's no building. You, you can't say, hey, let's go to the Hall of Fame today and buy some souvenirs, check out, you know, the displays. There is the Hall of Fame before this year existed in Vince McMahon's ass and the entry fee was to kiss it. So, I mean, hopefully that changes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice job, Benny. Well said. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. A lot of good names there. Jeez. Wow. It wow. The, nice to took the lead there. So let's see yeah. who's next. It looks like Joe, it looks like you day. are you're what next on the uh -oh. third. Let's get you a timer uh -oh. up there. Are you ready? Let's go. Try and be ready. Sure, yeah. A lot of names being thrown out there. I like the demolition one. That's good. Three times tag team champion, long overdue. A uh, lot of scuttlebutt around here. I was just taking notes here. China, uh, she deserves to go in on her own, but, you know, the timing could be wrong again. We're all forgetting that this is Vince McMahon's baby, too, as well, just like WrestleMania. We're now 49 days away, and still not one name has been mentioned. Batista was supposed to go in last year, but scheduling, he couldn't make it. That could be one. Uh, Muhammad Ali on the celebrity side could be posthumously um, inducted. Same with Brian Pillman, uh, senior. Mickey James is a name that's been thrown out there as well. Lex Luger. But uh, the one that I'm really hoping, and they could, they could just do one night, one inductee only, would have to be Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt deserves his own night. It'll yes. be an emotional Good night point. at that between the buildup, the family, everything else being there. You, it, it's almost uh, synonymous with The Undertaker, even though his career wasn't that long. But you could actually do one night, one Hall of Fame for Bray Wyatt. I mean, obviously, it would be post obviously like everybody, uh, like Pillman and Muhammad Ali. But, uh, you know, the hot strings are there. But, again, this is Vince's baby. I think they're going to cut this down to the wire. Um, they don't want to make a huge spectacle about it no more. It's not going to be this huge uh, soiree again and all that stuff. I think uh, this Vince scandal is going to do a little bit uh, to downplay it, but my number one pick would would have to be uh, Bray Wyatt, no doubt about it. Nice job, Joe. Nice, nice job. Name. Yeah, It'll be a high score oh. first round. Usually those hey, first dis rounds are, are low. Disadvantage you're going last. You guys took all my answers. Oh, my God. What? Because I didn't mention Ivan Koloff. I didn't get 14 points. What the? <laughs> hey, Bruce makes great T-shirts. That's all Shut I'm gonna the front say. Door. This temperature charge is killing me. Well, listen, if anybody can can do this, Champ, I know it's you. Yes, Dan, sir. You he, are says, on the 30. he says that to everybody. <laughs> You're his golden well, boy. Well, I gotta start. I gotta start and completely agree with Benny on 
Ivan Koloff and Dominic Danucci, but I think this is actually the year that they can salvage good grace. TKO wants to make a statement and say that this is a non-Vince McMahon WWE, then they need to go after people who've stayed away because of Vince McMahon. Not WWE because of Vince McMahon. Now, obviously, uh, Owen Hart will never be anywhere near this thing, but someone like him whose family is staying away because of McMahon, now would be the time to say, look, we're a non-McMahon company, and we want to honor what you want to do. That's why you go after Koloff. You go after Danucci. You call up Bill Eady and say, look, now's the year for demolition. I agree. Joe's got a good point. Bray Wyatt would be an obvious choice. He would be somebody that you'd be careful to do because you don't want to overshadow him with a bigger class. Brian Pillman, Batista were both mentioned. Now's the time for them. Their family connections are the strongest. You've proven a bond with TNA. Now's the time to reach out to Mickey James. She, you know, especially with her husband running SmackDown. Uh, if you want to talk about the Undertaker officially retiring and you got to put a woman in there, Michelle McCool would be my pick there. Celebrities, Muhammad Ali is an exp- is a DLC character for the WWE 2K24 video game. What a great cross promotion! So is confirmed for the 2K24 video game. Ken Shamrock, he's a name that you could drop at the last second. He think he would be great, especially with his recent Legends deal. Uh, you've got a lot of good names out there, but now's the time to go after the non-McMahon people and make. Make a statement. Wow. Nice job. Wow. And you were worried about going last, man? If you would have gone first, you would have been you would have blown these guys away. Oh, oh. Man. <laughs> Even with all those t- other things taken, you're pulling stuff out. But they might a- put Brock Lesnar in the Hall of Fame this year, too. <laughs> Yeah, but what Should if they I, have a Hall of Shame now? Yeah, I wonder. You I, yeah. you know, now's, now's the year to induct vacant because with Lesnar and McMahon gone, he's headlined what six WrestleManias? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, the you know those one, one. There's one team I did forget: Tony Guerrero, Rick Martel. They deserve to be in there, if not individually, definitely as a team. But yeah, you know, these are the guys that have stayed away and all that. And I think yeah. they deserve it too. So nice. All right, so let's move on to this next question. WWE may be taking steps to remove Brock Lesnar in the Chris Benoit fashion. Brock was allegedly supposed to be a big part of the Royal Rumble, the Elimination Chamber, and have a match with Gunther at WrestleMania that would have likely been uh, elevating uh, Gunther to that main event level. Uh, However, with the allegations of Brock, that Brock was that former UFC uh, champion named in the Janelle Grant lawsuit, Brock is one of the newest black eyes for the WWE. Should WWE remove Brock's legacy, and is this a good move or a bad move for the company? Let's see, who is on the 30? Benny, it looks like you are on the 30. Benny. And go. I like skinny skiing, going to bullfights on acid. That was my, uh, <laughs> my Lacey Underall stall. I've, I've used that the other one, so. Uh, because I don't have... I don't know. That's a tough one, man. You know, Brock Lesnar, I mean, is are, are there any dead bodies because of Brock Lesnar? No. I mean, the guy wanted a allegedly wanted a video of somebody peeing. Um, I mean, if he would have paid me fifty grand, I would have I would have done it. But um you know Give me a hundred bucks, I'll send you a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean I, I, I'm, I, number one, we don't really know what happened yet. Number two, I mean, with McMahon, it's a whole different story. I mean, like we said, you know, the only question right now with Vince McMahon is, is, is he a despicable evil or despicable scumbag or is he, you know, a criminal? He's somewhere between that spectrum. You know, with Brock, I don't really know if it's that clear yet. So I don't know that you, you go to that 
that measure yet. I think you really have to let the, the facts play out. I mean, I would definitely keep him on the down low for now, but as far as erasing him from history, I think it's way too soon to do that. Um, do I think we'll ever see him again? No, I, I don't. I mean, sad. I mean, it's sad. It, I mean, a lot of this is so sad. Uh, I, I think he's, I think he's just a, a dumbass that wanted a video. I don't think he had any evil intent, but he's going to pay the price for it, unfortunately. Nice, nice job, Benny. Looks like he was. Give a shout out to the chat. A lot of people in the chat tonight. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Who, who we got? Who we got in the chat? Joe Mai is in the chat. Katie Morgan, the uh, Beth. Hopper. I see my friend Katie. All right, yeah. Katie made it. Mm-hmm. Joe Myers cooking chicken kebabs and holy crap, that yeah. sounds good. Cousin, cousin Matthews right in the house and Ibsen. I can, wow. I can smell those kebabs. Too, Holland, yeah, loose. <laughs> I think that's why the dog was barking, yeah. those kebabs. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe. Yeah. Looks like it's hey, your what? turn. Oh, it's my turn? Hey, it's All your right, turn. And go. All right, so Brock Lesnar erased from the memory and the uh, historical aspect of WWE. I think we're way too early for all this. You know, I've read this 67-page document over and over and over again. And you know, of all the names that are listed on this, uh, of all the names that are mentioned, you know who's not mentioned? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they reference a UFC champion, a former UFC champion, a star that they're trying to re-sign and so forth. You know, again, we all have to go back to the point of the, the reason for this lawsuit. It's due to, you know, what Janelle Grant's trying to prove here is to just prove that Vince violated the NDA. And in doing so, yeah, a lot of people are getting outed and so forth. So you take away a couple of questionable texts, um, things of that nature. I think uh, one of the incidents that uh, is very much highlighted in this document is the fact that they were about to consummate this sexual, uh, whatever you want to call it, rendezvous that was supposed to take place. But uh, in the long run, and the end of it all, was that Brock Lesnar or the person named uh, the former UFC champion was too drunk to do anything and went home. So, you know, it's, it's kind of tough in this day and age. We are in this world of social media. We are all guilty until proven innocent. It's backwards. Uh, but to, to quickly jump on this and replace them, even in, in the raw opening promo and so forth. I mean, it's just like, you know, you know I, I don't get it. I mean, we're jumping to conclusions here. There are certain stuff that's valid, certain stuff that's not. But to erase Brock Lesnar at this time, now nah, I just think they got to let the fire go out first. Nice job, Joe. Nice job. Fair, fair, another twelve. I'm still trailing. What the frig, mother Christ! Oh, you're, you're up against some, you're up against some stiff competition here. Bruce, I sent two Venmo. I got twenty percent in chair charges here. What's going on, <laughs> man? Come on. Oh, so let's see who do we have up next. It looks like. Looks like the champ is on. Champ, you ready? Yes, sir. Go. All right. Well, I'm going to have to kindly disagree respectfully as I can for two people that are so categorically wrong. But no, TKO needs to, I agree with them removing Brock Lesnar. Joe wants to try and flower it up a little bit. Maybe that 10% (laughs) hasn't cashed yet, which is why he wasn't so direct. But, you know, oh, we don't know it's Brock Lesnar. It was just a former UFC heavyweight champion. They were trying to sign the same year they signed Brock Lesnar to an extension. Who the fuck could they be talking about unless Ronda Rousey's into some weird shit? Still not named. Still not named. No, it's it's clearly Brock Lesnar. Uh, and I, I think they're smart. Like I said, TKO has got to go out of their way to remove the stink from Vince McMahon from this company. 
kind of like my beloved Redskins are trying to do with removing every trace of Dan Snyder. And that means everyone that's listed in that document indirectly or not. They're smart. You cannot. You look at what's happening right now in AEW with Chris Jericho. Crowds are still chanting NDA. Crowds are still booing. <laughs> Just last week on Dynamite, his segment was the lowest rated. 90,000 people changed the channel and didn't come back till his match was over. You can't risk that for WrestleMania season. You don't think wrestling fans are going to hijack a Brock Lesnar match with some kind of P chant or something <laughs> like that? No, they're smart to keep him away. They need to keep him away because right now he's going to hurt the product. This is the hottest the product has been in years. It's the best the product has been in years. And the last thing they need is any stink from this or any stigma from this stink over it. No, keep Brock Lesnar as far away as possible. Nice job. Nice job. I feel, I feel like you and the Enzo Amore thing, and you can't teach Ooh, look at that. that. <laughs> so there's only wow, one. Look at those Jesus. Only one left for this. Uh, this oh, I'm still here. <laughs> until you're still in the running. There was one. So you ready? Tell me when, B-Man. Go for it. All right. Well, firstly, I'm so glad Dan referred to the Washington team as the Redskins and not the Commanders. So points there. Give him some points. I'll give him some of my points, even though I know it's not fashionable to say it now, but um, that's a whole other story. But no, I and I do disagree. I agree with the two other panelists in that I think Brock should not be removed. We are so quick to cancel in our culture right now, often to the detriment. And, you know, I mean, we're judge, jury, and executioner all at once. And I know justice should be swift, but justice hasn't been... Um, pursued yet in this case and speaking of pursuit i don't know that brock and again i didn't read these i know you guys did but i don't know how directly brock pursued this woman um if this was a situation where he even knew this woman and ultimately whether it was fate and i heard two reasons why this tryst didn't take place one i guess was blamed on a snowstorm and another was blamed on alcohol so Again, I don't know if these are two separate incidences or if it's the case where it was one time and we're hearing two different excuses for it not happening. Maybe did Brock just decide himself that this is the wrong thing to do and decide not to? You know, can we give him a little bit of credit there? Um, no. <laughs> well, well, you know, again, uh, we don't know we weren't there. So, again, it's just far too. And he's so valuable as a commodity, as a performer, as an athlete. And you know what? I disagree. Maybe he sh we should hear the crowd's input on this. You know, let the fans, you know, let's create some controversy here. Let the fans chant what they want and, you know, see if it's uh, – obviously the commentators aren't going to pick up on it. Or, or maybe they will. But, uh you know, I, I'm saying don't scrub him yet. He's not a Benoit. He's not a Vince, okay? And uh, let's just let this thing play out a little more, okay? I mean, you know, retribution and, will come eventually. Apparently the but, Super Bowl uh, is not the only thing going to overtime. What was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> and you beat me to that one. I like that. Well, I had to compliment you a little bit. Well, I mean, today, I appreciate it. You'll, I, I'm not going to spend a cent That's or a right. second yeah, of my yeah. life calling that team the commander. I appreciate that, Dan. That's, no that's pretty cool, man. And you Absolutely. Can say, uh, always the Redskins. Always the Redskins. Always. Cleveland Indians, the tribe, call them what you want as well. You know, I mean, what are we going to burn what? all those hats? Those Gu beautiful Guardians hats. is still a better name than commanders. So. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Absolutely. I think they all sound too cartoonish at this point. And you know what? Most Native Americans are, uh, you know, course, uh, seemingly are in support of uh, this the, acknowledgement. The USA Today CBS poll from a few years yeah. ago was 90% yeah. either weren't offended or didn't give a shit. 
Right, exactly. You know, and some are, it's a badge of honor, you know, and uh, there are a lot of great Native American athletes yeah, out there. They, but the, the damn logo them. is based on a real person who was one of the yeah. one of the earliest and most yeah. famous Native rights activists at the turn of the century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're quick to take down. Uh, you still have the Braves, the Chiefs, and the Blackhawks. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's location, location, location. Look where yeah. they're at. Yeah. Oh, well, you know damn well what it's all about. It's cancer culture at its finest right there. And right. So that's why I'm saying keep rock for now. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that's okay. Still not named, though. If he was right. named, different story. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. And it's kind of weird. Vince had such a thing for Sable, his wife, too. And here he is trying to play matchmaker of a different sort, too. You, you know, know? Matchmaker, all, matchmaker, all, jo- all jokes aside, though, whether it's alcohol or snowstorm, the fact that Brock Lesnar was this close to having sex with a woman who was being forced to do it, I think, is bad enough, regardless of the fact that well, it didn't happen. You're saying well, it was, again, it didn't, it, now, it didn't no happen, problem. though. That's just it. I, it that was, doesn't it was matter. Close. The guys, the guys, the Christian busts, you know, before well, they get to have sex with children, nothing happened. That doesn't make them creepy perverts who need to be punished. Well, well, that's different. That is not a consenting adult. That is a whole, whole different stratospheric Isn't situation. Isn't the whole point of this of her story that she's she wasn't exactly consenting? here yeah but you don't have to be holding a gun to someone's head to make them a forced victim but you know real quickly if you read this if you read the uh lawsuit the whole thing is played out by vince mcmahon inviting janelle back to his condo and say okay describe to me what was supposed to take place during this meeting like he wanted to recreate what was supposed to happen earlier i mean it's just some sick shit it's just old creepy bastard that's it yeah i mean it's like whatever like come on man Come on. Indictment looming. I, I need, Bruce, I need right some now. more points. What's the next question? All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, we're still on the game Not big enough. Paul Heyman on Instagram hinted that the next chapter of the bloodline is about to unfold on SmackDown tomorrow night with both The Rock and Roman Reigns present. He promised the the people slap was only the beginning of what's to come and that it's not a prediction. This is a spoiler. spoiler. What do you think is coming? Let's see. Looks like Joe. Joe, you are on the 30. Go. All right. Smackdown live again with the bloodline. Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman. You know, Paul Heyman is great at the, at what he does. And what does he do? He hypes up. He's a hype man. He's, he's the best hype man in the business. There's no doubt about it. What's going to happen. The next phase of the bloodline, the next, the story continues, all that stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. He's got all this stuff under wraps for sure. The only thing I can come up with right now being the first one to go on with this question is maybe Solo Sokoa will get his first win since being in the WWE. I don't know. Because, if, you know, that was released this week that the guy's like 0-23 oh, you know, or whatever it is. That Solo Sokoa hasn't won a match in forever uh, as a singles competitor. So maybe that's going to be the next thing in all this. You know, why didn't we see Solo Sokoa on the stage at the presser last week? for the WrestleMania and uh, presser in Las Vegas. He's been kind of on the sidelines throughout all this. You know what I mean? Since the rocks come back, you know, but other than the appearances on raw and SmackDown, Solo Sokoa has been null and void with this so-called main event. That's going to be taking place at WrestleMania between the rock and Cody Rhodes, which I'm still not buying because they seem to be shoving this main event down our throat to the point where something's going to happen in Perth, Australia. And this main event may not take place. I'm still not buying that. This is going to be the main event. So whatever happens tomorrow night, SmackDown will be a contributing factor. My guess at this point has to be Solo Sokoa finally getting a one, two, three win over somebody who knows. 
Nice job, Joe. Nice job. Ooh. Ooh. Joe is in Doesn't the lead. These are high scores again. Man. <laughs> so, champ, looks like you're next up on the 30. Yeah, I oh. gotta make gotta make sure Joe uh, gotta make sure Joe's lead lasts as long as the field goal record in the Super Bowl. We've got oh. uh, no, I, I I kid, of course, but uh, no, there's two things that could happen tomorrow night. There could be the the obvious prediction, and there could be the the big twist. The obvious prediction is you build up a possible t- you, right now. If you look at the WrestleMania hype so far, it certainly seems like they're building up a tag team match between Cody and Steph, hopefully he's he's healthy enough to compete, and The Rock and Roman. Because boring, tried boring. To confirm, exactly, boring. Triple H tried to confirm that Ro, uh, Rock and, excuse me, Roman and Cody is the main event, so you got to build up something. The other thing they could do, if everybody remembers that big old family tree that The Rock felt like showing, there were some names on that family tree that are not WWE employees that were named in character, in person, and at least one or two of them are free agents right now. I would not be shocked if TKO and The Rock rolls out a few bucks for their family and expands the bloodline before WrestleMania. Uh, I don't think Solo's got a, a big story going right now. He, uh, Joe's right. He hasn't won since he beat John Cena at WrestleMania. But, no, the, the big thing they're going to build up, you got to go with the safe, predictable bet. They're going to build up a story of The Rock and Roman against Cody and whoever. Personally, I'd love to see bring back somebody from The Rock's past, be it Austin, be it whoever, somebody to fill in the gap until – Rollins can be healthy or you do what you did at Mania 30 where Daniel Bryan had to beat Triple H before the main event night one Cody Rock if he beats the Rock then he gets Roman night two. Oh Jesus man looks like the champ champ you, you're running away a little bit come on come on we got Mr. President I think you're up next you gotta we gotta do what? something oh about my this God. I want to ask oh. one question why is Bruce the referee out of breath every time we give the answers I want to know what the hell is so exhausting. <laughs> After I'm done talking, his hands tired from hitting the point up button so much. That's oh, and yeah. I don't want to hear that you got pulled into the bar room this afternoon to work, Bruce. He's counting all the money Dan sent him, man. Exactly. That's why I have to work so hard. <laughs> Cracking the penny rolls and other ones. And <laughs> all right, Mr. President, you are on the thirty. Oh, man, what a question, huh? Gosh, well, you know, expect the unexpected, I guess. And, you know, and I think if we look back into the career of one Mr. Paul Heyman, Paulie Dangerously, um, you know, his track record for um, chicanery, for unpredictability, for, uh, you know, sudden switches and abandonment. uh, I don't know. Could we see a situation where, granted, The Rock is here, just for a little bit, just for a spell, seemingly. But could we see a situation where Paulie, despite having the, the the winning horse right now with the gold, maybe switches sides and we uh, maybe allies allies himself with the Rock for some reason in an effort to kind of distance himself from Roman Reigns, maybe uh, turn Roman into a face, maybe create a schism or a no pun intended uh, or a faction. A division within the faction and the bloodline and yeah and again i i think dan has a great point about other members joining i mean it seems like this is the opportunity this is the stage for some pretty grand and great debuts so i you know i do see a situation something totally unpredictable maybe paulie does turn on roman somehow okay maybe maybe uh the rock is going to be um the, the uh the horse the uh the chief right now um you know, it's all up in the air. It's anybody's guess, really. I mean, there's just so much that can happen. Um, 
maybe it's too early for that to happen. I don't know. But again, you know, time passes very quickly these days. So uh, maybe something earth shattering could happen. I, I'm sure the ratings are going to be good just to, just because of this pronouncement. But I don't know. That's just a guess right there. How much time? You're done. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. You know, there's still 49. There's only 49 days away. I can't believe yeah. this whole card is not set yet. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. is this the new WWE now? Is this going to be like the last match will be Friday night before WrestleMania? Like, will be set? I don't know. I just don't agree with it. Yeah. So It's going to be interesting. Player, looks like you're, uh, I'm waiting, you're I'm waiting for stuff on this. You got some, right, you you got some plan when. to make up. Tell me when. Go. All right. I guess that's when. So, I think, uh, you know, Paulie, as great of a shill as he is, and, you know, great of a hype man as he is, I really think it's not a spoiler. I think what's going to happen. Let's let's go back and look at some wrestling history. What was the most successful faction in the history of uh, professional wrestling? It was the NWO, right? And the NWO was hot as hell for what? Maybe a year, year and a half. There's a shelf life for any of these factions, and they've you know they've they've done a really good job with the bloodline. I mean, it's gone strong for what two years now. I think WrestleMania is going to be the start of the implosion of the bloodline. And I think you know, they made a very big deal of Solo Sokoa being what, 0-23 since he led his last win, which I think was against uh, John Cena, right? Uh, 0-21 or 0-23. <clears throat> they, don't waste, they don't waste anything in professional wrestling. There's a reason why they keep flashing that graphic out there. And I think that's going to come in play. I think, you know, Solo Sokoa is now the, what, he's the... Uh, uh, not the head of the table. What is he? The tribal prince, isn't he? And I think there's going to be some, you know, slow, a slow storyline, slow burn against Roman Reigns. That's going to culminate against it with so, solo against Roman. You know that's got to happen. Uh, and I think that's going to lead to the to the actual destruction of the bloodline. Nice job. Well, the dog agrees. Yeah, dog yeah. agrees. <laughs> dog always agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that Roman's old moniker, the big dog? Yeah. Cole used to yell that. This oh, one's yep. 15 pounds, though. I know, it's a little bit less than Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow night, crazy. Who knows? I'll yeah, hype. I'll, I'll hype be watching. It's going to be interesting to look at that, the crowd reaction, because this is the first time since that that uh slap press conference that the rock has been advertised for tv yeah. every appearance he's made so far has been a surprise now the crowd knows he's coming and gets to get ready it's going to be interesting to see it had the reaction you're gonna yeah. get the dominic mysterio treatment he won't oh be able my to God. say a word yeah he won't be able to say a word and 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 i i don't know if it's a coincidence or not but AEW's leaning real heavy into the young bucks being evil executives now that yeah. the wwe's running running with it you know, that's yeah. why we're getting our title match against Sting in his retirement because we're <laughs> EVPs. You know, right, guys, tell me Sting's... these last questions. And, yeah. uh, you know, this is the elimination round. After this round, two of you will be gone. And uh, then we're going to reset the scores and we'll see where we end up. So it's been reported that Triple H is being overridden in his role by supposedly by The Rock and right now is more or less just a figurehead. What do you think of this? Do you think Triple H's days with WWE are numbered? Or where do you think his future is with WWE? Let's see. Champ, looks oh. like you're on, you are on the 30. Me first. All right, let's do it. Go. Yeah, uh, 
the I saw the original story about a week or so ago that said The Rock has some pieces in place, including his former producer and head writer with him to be ready to go if Triple H has to leave. Um, I, I said it on the show. Uh, it's unfortunate. Triple H has proven he did a great job. He's done a great job with NXT. He's done a phenomenal job since Vince left. But TKO would not be doing their due diligence if they didn't look at him. Is The Rock overriding him? I don't think so directly, just because the, the product of the quality, or excuse me, the quality of the product has been too good and too consistent for there to be two voices in the back. You could watch the old shows and be like, wow, this Raw was atrocious. And then there's the story at, at midnight or 1 a.m. the next day. Oh, Vince tore up the script of Raw an hour before showtime. I haven't seen anything that says the fundamental guidance of the company is being overridden. But I do see The Rock in place, ready to go. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's nudging Triple H every once in a while. You know, my daughter's in charge of NXT. Uh, maybe a little more screen time for the bloodline. Hey, you know, I'm here. Give me that that match. Um, but no, is he is he overriding the Triple H right now? No. Is Triple H only a figurehead? Also no. Because anybody that knows anything about wrestling knows he's got the respect to the locker room in ways that The Rock never could at this point. Even though they look up to The Rock as a wrestler, they look up to Triple H as a leader, they follow him, They're and they're proving it. The quality of the product is proving it. It could change in the future, but right now I don't believe that The Rock is, is pulling all the strings. Yeah. Nice job, champ. He said a high number. Uh, it, it is definitely attainable, but uh, it's going to be a tough one for these guys. Jesus Christ. It's like two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I can't miss the extra point here, man. Can't get a block, no. I'm telling you. Super Bowl was fixed. We all know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, but this show is not fixed whatsoever. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right. <laughs> it isn't. Mr. President, you're yes. on the 30. All right. Well, first of all, Triple H is not going anywhere, and he's not really being, I don't think, significantly overridden in any way, okay? Uh, Hunter's been there since the beginning, and I think he—I think he'll go down with the ship, ultimately. Yeah, The Rock's going to wield some influence, and in, in terms of creativity, a little tension behind the scenes can be good, you know? I think we're talking about some egos here, and I, I don't th I think it's unfair to say The Rock's ego is probably a little bit more than Triple H's, too, and... Uh, you know, I think The Rock can add something to the um, creative end of things. But again, the ship is being steered, uh, I think, right now very well by Triple H. And these are tumultuous times, you know, and uh, I, I don't think that uh, the powers that be want to upset things any more than they have already been. And, you know, if the company's looking towards Triple H and trying to determine where his lo loyalties are, Again, we, we hearken back to the vote that he had that they took with himself, with Stephanie and a few others. And he did vote against bringing Vince back. So I think they know that ultimately um, he's a business guy. And what's best for business is uh, always foremost in Triple H's mind. He does have incredible respect in the locker room. Again, he's not been swayed or pulled out by Hollywood or anything else. Obviously, he is a passionate student of the game still. And uh, I think he's writing some, helping write some compelling TV. So Triple H is here to stay, I, I definitely think. And uh, and he's a New England guy, too, so we got to love him. Nice, nice job. Point. Nice job, Mr. Yeah, I, I think after Blade Three and The Chaperone, I don't think he's welcome <laughs> back in Hollywood. So I don't think he's going well, to Well, yeah. Blade <laughs> I put those out of my memory. They were too traumatic, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, player, you ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's do it. 
All right. Well, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go against the grain for my two counterparts there. I I think that Triple H is going to be a casualty uh, for a couple couple of reasons. I mean, has he done a phenomenal job? Absolutely. Has he poured his heart and soul into the business for the past decade? Absolutely. But there's a couple of other factors coming into play that we really have to think about. Number one, nobody can tell me that he had no idea what what went on with Vince McMahon. I mean, how much he knew, uh, I, I can't, I mean, who knows? But in my heart, I believe he, he knew more. He, he, knew, he knew something. He had to know something. He's too close to Vince. You know, he's his son-in-law, for God's sakes. That's one one factor. And I think I think because of that, I think TKO, they want to distance themselves from everything McMahon. And I think he's attached to that. And he's, like I said, he's an unfortunate casualty. The other thing is, as far as Rock goes, we have to go back to when Rock was, uh, when uh, uh, Triple H was in the click. By all accounts, he and the rest of those guys were awful to a young Rocky Maivia. And I don't think Rock has forgotten about that stuff. So I think this is a case of, uh, you know, karma coming to collect. And I think, you know, like I said, Triple H, unfortunate victim. Turn about his fair play, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, good one. Wow, look at these scores. My God. Mm. Benny Benny was a nice job, though. But you know what? We got to say goodbye. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh. He's already, how is Bye, he already, I haven't even gone yet. I know, but he's not because catching he's, he's not catching up with Phil there. Not uh, even Johnny okay. Canine. I'm like Oh jeez. Oh, I gotta I gotta Steve pull something. Oh my point. god. All right. <laughs> Joe, I, I know of anybody who could come up with uh, all these <laughs> facts Mercado, that quick as you. Yeah. Any Mercado. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe? I bet you see that to all the players. You're on the 30. Go. All right. So, yeah, the big scuttlebutt this week. I, you know, this all stems from a Vince Russo comment where he considers uh, Triple H to be a lame duck uh, because he's in the proverbial hot seat and creativity-wise and all that stuff. Triple H, 54 years old, phenomenal job. Um, have we all noticed conspiracy theorists are now uniting and saying he's coming out to no longer with the Triple H moniker, but it's Paul Triple H Levesque, which some people are referring to that Stephanie McMahon Levesque will probably make a return to the board of some sort under the Levesque name if they go that route. I'm going to I'm gonna spin this a little bit differently. I think post-WrestleMania, it's not going to be TKO and, you know, bringing down the sledgehammer and cleaning house and all that stuff. I honestly feel that Triple H, he can and probably will walk away from this role. Why? He's got daughters. They're in school. He's at that age of his life. He doesn't need the stress anymore of going through what he's about to go through because the longer this McMahon thing goes on, this McMahon lawsuit, you know he knows. He's a family member. He's directly involved, whether he was you know, involved with Vince's uh, day-to-days and all that stuff. Yes, he probably did know something, and he might even know that. Jennifer Peppermint, one of the lead writers today, she volunteer, uh, volunteered and left WWE today. That's a huge thing. But yeah. I really think that, you know, with uh, Triple H, he's just going to have to – he'll walk away post-WrestleMania because I don't think we can sit through another WrestleMania media scrum or media presser with him going, it was a great night tonight. We sold out this and we did all that. It gives all the numbers, but we're moving forward ahead positive. I don't think he can keep doing that. So I think he may voluntarily leave. Joe? It was a nice round. Yeah, whatever. Why'd I even talk? Why'd I show up? <laughs> for God's sake? This is horrible. Right. 
Shut the front door. <laughs> Joe, nice Joe job, is Barry Horowitz. Nice job, Joe. Yeah, Bye. Wow. <laughs> Bye, well, Joe. comes down to the president and the champion. This should be a should be a fun match. Got one, one little question. It's a quick one. I want to see how you guys are going to spend it for a minute and a half here. With MJF out, is mm. Mercedes Monet's the answer to AEW's problems? Mr. President, you were first on the 30. Go. Mercedes Monet is um, somewhat of an answer to a, a woman's division within AEW that is not up to. WWE standards, so I think she can certainly bring things up in that regard. But is she the answer to um, AEW? I don't think so. I think the answer still comes in male form, okay? Uh, Kenny Omega is out. He's sorely missed, I think. Um, a vital part of, of their programming. Uh, I, I think the answer is going to come more in uh, the male form. Um, and, and who Will Ospreay is actually slated to come back, so I do think that his presence is going to really spark things. In fact, uh, he's going to be facing off kind of an interfamily um, rivalry with Takesha, whom I always want to say take a shit out because that's what it looks like. But I, I, it's kind of cute, and I'm surprised no one has ever said that. Of course, I, they probably have. But uh, I'm looking forward to that match. Really great battle, great athleticism too. Um, this kid who wrestled uh, against Orange Cassidy, I know not many of you guys like OC. I'm a fan of his, actually. But this uh, kid who's from New Hampshire who just wrestled him uh, is quite a talent and I think proved himself greatly. He's such a talent, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is in the tag team with Mike Bennett right now. And, uh, God, I don't even remember his name, but he was uh, he did an exceptional job in an exceptional match. Matt Thank you. I knew you would. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Matt, yes, Matt Taven. Sounds like Raven. It was, like a Raven. It was an Orange Cassidy match. It took me a second because I had it yeah. out of my uh, Traumatic, too. Not yeah. Raven, not Maven, but Taven, okay? See? Oh, yeah. I know I can only remember two of those. It but, was uh, a great town. It was a bloodbath. But, yeah, I don't think she's the answer fully. I think she's going to boost things. She's going to definitely help that women's division, which I don't think is up to snuff quite yet. And, again, if they can get um, – Sky What's her name? Blue. NWA Sky, Sky. Well, Sky Blue. She's coming in New York, by the way. So. Eyes up here, Joe. Eyes up here. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, right, huh? Right. The moon is it's a full moon again. Yeah. But anyway, that's my story, Bruce, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, you went well over that minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, sorry. So I, I get I get two minutes then too, so, right? Oh, all right, Champ, you ready? <laughs> I am. Let's Double go. overtime. <laughs> all right. To answer your question, I will say these words: Ni, Vosh, Ez, Na, Ne, Nai, Nine, Mian, Tom, Nej, and any other way I can say no. Mercedes yeah. is going to move the yeah. needle about as much as an empty car of gasoline. No, absolutely fucking not. The only thing I will say to her is the the rumor of her debut with the boss time, the Boston with the two dollar signs, has sold more tickets than any of their shows, but. Uh, considering their average attendance has been less than 3,500 selling more tickets than their shows means absolutely nothing. What's going to happen with Mercedes Monet. She's going to come in to a big pomp and circumstance and fanfare for mm, two, maybe three weeks before she gets lost in the shuffle. Because at the end of the day, Tony Khan and whatever cocaine he's using and craziness (laughs) he's on is still booking the show. Uh, 
Mr. President wants to talk about, oh, take, I, I'm looking forward to his rivalry with Takeshita. I'm not. You know why? Because he beat Kenny Omega twice and then was off TV for a month and a half because they kind of forgot he was there. Uh, Taven and Bennett also. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the remember the devil henchman? That was a storyline that went absolutely nowhere fast. But Wardlow's back, so that's kind of, no, it isn't because their whole storylines <laughs> are crap. Swerve Strickland in the, in, the, in the title match with Hangnail. And I say Hangnail, not Hangman, because he is a Hangnail, <laughs> hanging painfully onto a storyline he's got no business being a part of. Is Mercedes Monet going to move the needle? Absolutely not, because at the end of the day, she's still being booked by a company that is in total disarray. No one is going to save them, not, Okash, uh, not Okada, not at Mercedes. Maybe, maybe a week or two of a pop, but then after that, nothing. Boss time will amount to nothing. Wow. Wow. Look at I, that. I don't think there was any denying with that round. That was a true knockout. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but... Yeah, we'll so. after that I'm going to be training harder and harder and harder. Okay. And I'm no, the only in- the, the only needle that Mercedes is going to move is the uh, premiums for, at the ER because she's going to be off to the hospital because she hasn't wrestled in so long. She's going to pull something. She gets in the it, ring with some injury of prone too. Injured again. All yeah, right, guys. Well, bro. listen, it is just about time to get out of here. Uh, on behalf of the whole cast here. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure to check out all the other shows on the network. Congratulations on the the championship retention, Dan. And we'll see you guys next week. Champ is here. Thank you, guys, everybody. What a day. What a day.